When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On today's episode of After the Snap, we will be recapping week eight in the NFL, including our parents' trip attending both of our games in the same day. We will have them on later in the show to talk all about it. We will also be discussing the first week of the CFP rankings and some phenomenal college football matchups this week. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. It's time for After the Snap. Let's go. Every snap is an interview. After the snap. What a snap. Hey, keep your mouth shut, 50! I lead by example. With Blake and Reed Ferguson discussing life in, out, and after football. To be able to leave walking away with a degree and a championship, uh, it couldn't be any better. Yeah! Well, you can take this boy out the real south on a but you can't take the real south out of my voice. And now here we go again. Twist a little bit of teeth because you got thick skin. Reed, the last time we talked... I mentioned how pumped I was to be putting up my Christmas decor. I remember. I am a day after Halloween Christmas decor putter-upper. And conveniently enough, our off day fell on the day after Halloween. How convenient. Christmas tree is up. Santa is on the balcony. Wreath is on the front door. We're ready to roll. Christmas candles you, uh, are out on the coffee table. You sent a picture of your Santa to the family group text. I feel like that needs to be posted on the pod page. Definitely. And I feel like there needs to be a poll presented to uh, the Twitter and or Instagram users uh, or followers regarding the discrepancy in when Christmas decorations should be allowed to be put up because... I have turned into more of a pre-Thanksgiving person. I don't think Erica is on the same page, but I did try to play a uh, we we play music like before the special teams meetings, just to kind of like as you're walking in, hanging out, chit chat. There's yep. music going on. Yep. I tried to play "All I Want for Christmas." Mm. How'd that uh, go? Smiley over? was not having it. Oh. He was not having it. He is very strongly on the side of after Thanksgiving. And he even said, wait until December. Just for, yes. for Christmas music or, or decor? I think um, just Christmas celebrating in general. He doesn't want to hear from Mariah Carey until <clears throat> December 1. No, not till December 1. Wow. And even then, he thinks it gets worn out. So there's definitely a conversation it was more, we asked some guys in the room as they came in, it was more leaning towards a later start than I would have imagined. That's but fine. I think that's because, I think that's because it's not cool to have Christmas spirit. Yeah, definitely. Especially around Christmas a group spirit of, of is dudes. cool. Yeah. Christmas, Christmas spirit is cool. Christmas so, spirit is, is like the best thing. It's like, yeah. One of my personality traits, I would say, is like 
I can, I can get on board with that. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. That's right. Um, um, yeah, um, we can totally do a poll with yep. people. I know that I'm going to be, and sounds like you're moving towards the way that I feel. Maybe not as extreme, but we could totally do that. <laughs> yeah. I, I just know that I'm in the vast minority, and that's okay. That's something that I live with, and I am totally fine with that. But you know what? I can go to Target and get all of my Christmas decor, and then all the people who want to do it after Thanksgiving, else. all the people who want to do it after Thanksgiving, everything's going to be gone. So yep. do with that information what you will. You don't have to put it up. I would at least go buy it, though. Let's get into a little bit of Week 8 action. As uh, you may well know, for the people that tune into this podcast and the people that follow on our social medias, our parents were able to make both football games this weekend. Blake played at 1 o'clock on Sunday versus the Detroit Lions. They played in Detroit and got a win, 31-27. I believe I caught most of the game. Did you guys come back in the fourth? They got out to a pretty hot start. 14 it was like nothing. 21-7. Yeah, 14 nothing before I even blinked, blinked an eye. Blunk, you guys came back blink, kind blinked? of blunked. Blunk? Blunk blink, blinked an eye. Before 14, you blunked an eye. Blunked an eye. Anyway, they were up. They were beating us. But I don't believe that they scored after halftime. So two of the boys just... Wheeling and dealing. Locked it down. Um, Tyreek Hill, uh, I would like to mention this. Tyreek Hill has more receiving yards on the season than like six teams receiving groups. So That's impressive. Yeah, just ball. Quite impressive. That was the 1 o'clock game. Parents then hopped on an aeroplane and flew their way over to Buffalo for the Sunday night football game. We're making it sound significantly less organized and like way easier than it actually was. Well, I'm, 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 I'm a little bit of that is because we get into it later uh, with the interview. Yeah. Okay. Um, So if you're interested in hearing about the full details of the trip, please keep tuning in after we talk about our games. We are going on two years of this podcast. I'm learning how to tease things for later in the episode. I don't want to. I don't want to give my full. Podcast, I want to give the. Yeah, I don't want to give it all away in the opening. Uh, the, the opening year. segment. So parents made their way over to Buffalo. Um, it was a short flight, about fifty minutes, I believe. They landed shortly after six o'clock. Made their way to uh, the stadium uh, straight from the airport. We were hosting the Packers. Uh, came out with the win, twenty-seven seventeen. It was a great game. Very entertaining, I guess, just from, just from, uh, you know, we're, we're watching a lot of the game from our standpoint. So it was a very entertaining game. Um, that was the first time I had beaten Green Bay. Uh, we played them in 2018 in Green Bay, uh, awesome stadium, but we lost. That was Josh's first season starting. Um, so we're still kind of, you know, going finding up your way, but, uh, yeah, finding the way. TTP trust in the process, but yeah, no, it was, it was a, it was a great win. I talked to mom and dad afterwards in the, in the group that was with them and they were just over the moon excited that they were even able to make the trip, but also equally excited that both teams won. I'm so glad that we were 
able to to make that happen for them and they definitely showed their thanks yeah it, it was an incredible day all around and I, i'm you know the interview that we have in store for them later on in the show is is phenomenal they they did a great job of just unpacking every minute of that trip which is just it was so cool to be able to follow obviously you and i were not going with them, but it's a great interview. So I'm excited for our listeners to be able to hear that. But first, first, second, week eight, eight, after the snap clutch snap of the week needs to be dealt. Yes, it does. I'm going to take the reins on this one because I know this guy very, very well. He and I were the top two snappers in our class for the entirety of our high school career competed camp in and camp out, just like always pushing each other. Congratulations to Liam McCullough, long snapper for the Atlanta Falcons. Game-winning field goal snap in overtime to seal the deal against the Panthers 37-34 to this past weekend. Huge snap in a huge spot. Congrats, Liam. Congrats, Liam. Round of applause. That was just an absolutely bonkers game. I'm, I don't, you were not watching, obviously. No. You were, uh, they were the one o'clock window. Did you happen? Have you seen the highlights? Have you seen no. what happened at the end of the game? That the, the Falcons kicked a field goal to go up. Oh, 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 that was when he took his helmet off. Yes. They, yes. they kicked a field goal to go the up, DJ Moore. um, 34 28 with like 40 seconds left. Yeah. On the ensuing drive, the Panthers throw a Hail Mary to DJ Moore, catches it, touchdown, tie ball game, 34 all. Every Panthers fan in the world is probably thinking they won the game. Uh, DJ Moore takes his helmet off um, while he is celebrating in and out of the end zone. You can't do that. Big no-no. 15-yard personal foul. What? Frowned upon. Frowned upon, yes. Highly frowned upon. Not by the Atlanta Falcons coaching staff, though, no. uh, or their fans or players. Take it off so, as much um, as you want. Yep. 15-yard penalty backed up the field goal, the PAT, and it was a 48-yard uh, extra point. They missed it. Go to overtime, first drive. The Panthers drive all the way down. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, the Falcons, they maybe threw a pick or they punted it. I don't know what happened. They gave the ball to the Panthers, so next score wins. Panthers drive all the way down to the 15-yard line, 33-yard field goal, hooks it, or yeah, hooks it wide left, not a great kick, and the Falcons go down and win the game. Uh, Youngway Koo, big uh, T-Bass, you know, T-Bass is close with Youngway, so we were kind of watching it as it was happening, but uh, yeah, just uh, great, good job to uh, congrats to Liam on winning the after the snap, clutch snap of the week for NFL week eight. I should say, and this is an, this is an honorable mention that really wasn't given out because he won it last week, but Cameron Cheeseman snapped the game winning PAT snap this past week. Uh, yes, the, I, I saw that they won by one point and, uh, at uh, Indy, right? Yeah. Indianapolis. And, uh, so honorable mention again. To Cameron Cheeseman coming yes. up clutch, coming clutch. up clutch, clutch. All right, I think it's time we get into the interview with Mom and Dad. Welcome into the podcast, Mom and Dad. Mom, is this your first time on the pod, or is this number two for you? 
Oh, this is number one. This number is, uh, one. This is my debut. First <laughs> debut time on the podcast. Big Kev, you've obviously joined us before. Mom, first of all, it was this was an amazing weekend for Reed and I to just get to experience having both of you at the games in the same day. What was it like being able to go see both of your boys playing in two different cities in the same day? I would say it was really a dream come true. I think that probably while you were at LSU and Reed was playing at the Bills, we probably saw both of you play in two different cities in a 24-hour time period, but never on the same calendar day. And I think it was even more special because we came away with two wins, which was super fun. And they were entertaining too. So neither one of them were just complete, you know, beat downs. They were, they were, you kind of kept it, kept us on the edge of your, our seats. And, um, and so that was, that was super fun too. So it, it definitely added to the, the fun of the day for sure. Dad, any thoughts? No, it was great. I, I think as we reflected on it just after the game, even Sunday night, it was just having everybody there with us, I think made it special. We've, you know, over the years been able to see a lot of games and been to a lot of games. And some of that, as mom said, kind of tends to run together a little bit. And I think just having everybody there that was friends and some friends and some family to enjoy it with us along the way was was really really what made it pretty special. Uh, well, that's fantastic to hear, I guess, from, from our point of view, Blake. I, I don't want to speak for you, but I guess it was – our goal to kind of, I guess, I don't know if reward or give back kind of everything that you guys have given us with making so many games over the years. But I want to set the kind of rewind and set the stage just a little bit uh, because we all know how much planning and coordination this whole trip took. Dad, you're kind of the head CEO of Ferguson scheduling for NFL uh, Big Kev's travel agency right now. Big Kev's travel agency. <laughs> I've got uh, Blakely joining me here. You want to go? Okay. We know how much planning and coordination this took. Back in April, when the schedule came out, we saw you know the primetime game. You know, like quite a few primetime games for each team. So we knew kind of the first half of the season, you guys would be able to make quite a few, or, or not be able to not have to miss many games especially the first four or five weeks of the season, I think you just missed one game. Looking at this week eight game, you know, seeing that Blake played in Detroit at one o'clock and I played in Sunday night at 820, what was kind of the first thing that went through y'all's mind? Was this, was this even, was this, did this thought even pop up that you could potentially make, make it in one day? As soon as I saw that, just because like you said, since Blake's been playing in the league for the last two years, you know, we've looked at the schedule each year and just tried to find a day that matches up. I mean, it's, it's obviously got to be a, you know, a Sunday most likely, I guess would be the only way it would work an early Sunday and then Sunday night. But I mean, I, I immediately looked when the schedule first came out to see, was there a commercial flight that would get us there for the game early early on when the first when the schedule first dropped you know just there's no flights into buffalo between that would allow us to make it and then we kind of jokingly talked about oh well you know maybe we can 
get somebody to fly us, you know, and we really didn't, it was really more just kind of joking thinking about it then. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was just awesome that it worked out like it did and, you know, that we could, that you guys could find somebody to do it. So I want to talk a little bit and dad, you, you mentioned it earlier about having not just you guys on the trip, but also some extended family members as well as some of our closest friends, what was it like to be able to experience that day, but also with them? As I was sort of thinking about all your games over the years that we've been going to see you, high school, college, pro, I would say that we have probably cheered alongside friends and or family more than we have not Um, So to have people there who care about you all as much as we do uh, was super special and just a really a natural extension of our game day experience. So I think it was as much fun for for them to be along uh, on this adventure and for us to to be able to share it with uh, with people who um, are special to y'all and are special to us because they're friends of yours, they're family of ours, and and they just uh, they they love it as much as we do. So that was uh, it. Just seemed like a very natural extension of of this experience. The only thing I would add is just, and we've said it before, is we've had a couple of games, individual games, where we've brought friends and family from different you know, circles of our relationships. And I think it it's always kind of cool, especially for even a trip like this, where you're going from multiple cities and, you know, you're riding together, you're in, you know, these different environments. And then on a plane together, just having, you know, family and then, you know, buddies that you guys know, you guys are the common thread, but they're not necessarily friends outside of, you know, knowing you guys. And so we had, you know, three different guys from three different, you know, areas of our lives that, you know, kind of all came together and we all just kind of enjoyed it along with the rest of the family. And I think that that was just the cool part to me because you, you know, it's just like this crazy road trip that you're going on and, you know, everybody's just enjoying every minute of it. Dad, I'll stay with you and then mom, you can, you can answer as well. Can you guys give one or two of the high, of your personal highlights of the trip? Anything that you thought of or, or that comes to mind quickly? Well, I mean, the weekend, there was just so much going on in the weekend. There was even stuff leading up to the trip, you know, that we were trying to, well, I guess I'm trying to crazily pull off, you know, going to country concerts in other cities on Friday night. And then we do a, concert on Saturday night that just happens to line up with us being in Detroit. But I mean, I think for me, the highlights were, you know, the little, you know, the shuttle ride on the way to the airport from Detroit where, you know, where uh, you would otherwise think, or I guess coming into the trip, I was thinking, you know, it's going to be tight and, you know, we got to make sure everything is on time, but everything worked out flawlessly. We had great weather. Everybody that we encountered along the way was, you know, treated us and helped us amazingly. But, you know, as we're rolling up to the airport in Detroit, the driver's like, Hey, you guys want to stop for snacks? And, you know, we just kind of roll into the Safeway. And do you want to grab you know, a four pack of high noons on the way to the, <laughs> absolutely. To the so we grabbed, yeah. We grabbed <laughs> our high noons and mom and, you know, 
the birdies went over and got a smoothie and we're walking across the highway. And it's just, you know, those were the kind of moments that, like I mentioned before, you know, you're just kind of enjoying being around everybody. I mean, again, the games are cool. I don't want to minimize the games, but you know, the, just the travel and kind of going through it all was, was one of the cool parts about it. I would say the highlight for me was just laughing and smiling a lot. I know that for many years to come, we're going to, we're going to smile a lot when we think about the memories of this weekend. But, you know, it's been a rough few months, um, especially the last couple of weeks for our family, losing granddaddy a couple of weeks ago. And so I think just, you know, sharing this experience with the people who were there, but also the people who were at home following, whether it was on social media, whether it was just personal texts and Snapchats and pictures that we were sending and phone calls along the way to keep grandmother updated. And, um, you know, everybody was just so excited to be a part of it. And I would say, including the, you know, the shuttle driver and the, the pilots, of the plane and all the people who were handling our baggage and, you know, all of it, just everybody along the way were, were, they were just so happy to be a part of it. It was just such a fun experience for everybody that was directly or indirectly involved. And I just kept thinking how granddaddy would have loved to have been just cheering us on from home, you know, along the way and, and looking forward to pictures, updates and texts and, you know, and all of that. And, and I think grandmother um, did a great job of encouraging us and, and, you know, being excited for, for us to actually make this happen. So that was, that was just a special moment for me. I just kept thinking granddaddy would love this granddaddy, you know, at the games, at the, the private plane, the, you know, all the excitement around that. I just, you know, he would have, he would have, love to have heard all about it. So, um, so that was fun. Grandmother sort of stepped in and cheered for both of them. Um, and it was just a, a really nice way to sort of end the month of October, which was a really tough, you know, time for, for me personally and for our family. And, and so this was, the timing was, uh, was good. I love to hear that. And I, and I have to agree. I've had at least a dozen people in the building here, and many more than that, uh, reach out to me saying how much they enjoyed following Brett's takeover of the podcast, Instagram and the Twitter stuff and, uh, how much they enjoyed keeping up, like you said, keeping up with your, your travels and your, your kind of the whole trip on Sunday. But a few more things. I want to get into what it's like flying on a private jet because I have not done it. I know Blake has not done it. You guys have now. Uh, but I thought it was funny. Um, I saw in an article leading up to, uh, the weekend, I guess Blake was interviewed and he said, I think it was in, uh, oh, you were speaking to, uh, Joe, uh, Kinsey with Outkick. Yeah. And he, and Blake said, uh, I, I never thought that I'd be paying for a private jet or flying on one one day. And yeah. here I am paying for one. Yeah. And I'm not even flying on it. Yeah. Exactly. So I thought, I thought that was hilarious. Um, so I, you know, first hand experience from, from two people who have now, uh, experienced the PJ life. Can you share some tips and tricks maybe for, for future trips? So first of all, they do not have wifi. Um, <laughs> not even the free messaging. 
Yeah, uh, none of that, but it is uh, it is quite scenic, I will say, because, uh, you know, everybody has a, a window seat and everybody, you know, is, you're able to sort of get a almost a 360 view of, you know, outdoors. But it also um, it really makes me appreciate the expertise of the pilots in the cockpit because you are feeling very tiny up in the skies. And, um, and so, you know, that uh, we were in good hands, but I've had a chance to, to, to fly a couple of times during my career at Coke um, in a small jet like that, just, you know, with a customer and it's a fun experience. Dad and I had took a little small flight uh, like that from, I think it was from Nantucket back over to Cape Cod uh, back in 1991, maybe or something. So that's been a long time ago, but okay. Bougie. No, it's, I'm yeah. saying it's just, uh, big, I'm along for the ride, was, you know. Big Kev was high rolling it at, at yeah. Avaya or Avaya. wherever he was working at the time. <laughs> yeah. That was way before Big Kev 20. Who said technologies? <laughs> but this was, this was fun because we, you know, it was the circumstances around, you know, why we were doing it um, was just super cool. So it was just, it was just a lot of fun. Kind of what mom said. I think the, you appreciate because you're, you know, you're, sitting closer to the pilot and you know just the you know there's a personal nature to it but also you know it is a little bit closer to you know <laughs> uh the reality of of what it is you're doing you know literally flying in a plane like that and you appreciate it because you can you know kind of a little bit closer to to seeing everything but um yeah just an appreciation for for what those folks do to and did to kind of get us there from one point to the other safely. And um, yeah, I mean the, again, just a little, you know, we were on the plane for just over an hour and, you know, enjoying those kind of funny moments there with, you know, family and and the guys that went with us and just, you know, the laughs, that's what I'll, I'll remember that uh, again, not to, you know, uh, minimize the games, but those moments kind of in the plane, just the little funny moments and sayings and things that we talked about are, are, um, are what will be the memories that'll last forever. One, one more thing on that. I think the coolest thing for me from watching from afar was, uh, Brett posted a video of the landing mm-hmm. and he was basically looking through the cockpit uh, and it looked like a video from like a flight simulator or something. So uh, I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, it's certainly, um, you know, you avoid all the clear and TSA pre-check. So (laughs) (laughs) you just kind of roll up and uh, say, okay, here's where you're sitting. And then you get on and go. So there's, uh, yeah, it's, it's quite different. You can bring more than three and a half ounces of toothpaste (laughs) in your carry on. They're not checking my overnight. So obviously, over the years, I guess eight or nine, ten years now, you guys have been to an insane amount of games, too many to count, too many amazing weekends of going from Buford to LSU or LSU to Buffalo, Buffalo to wherever. This has to rank in like top five of all of the week memorable weekends that you've been to, if not number one. What are some other memorable weekends? I know there was maybe one last year uh, that was kind of a quick turnaround. What are some other memorable weekends, you know, that you guys have had as you've traveled uh, to see Reed and I play? Uh, I'll go to mom first. 
just to pick up on what you said about last year, we flew over to London to watch you play. Uh, the Dolphins played in October um, and then you played on a Sunday and then we turned around and flew back to the U.S. on Monday morning and went made a connection through Detroit and went straight to Nashville, got off the plane, went to baggage claim and went to the stadium uh, to watch Reed um, and the Bills play the Titans. And I would say by the end of the second game and all of the time changes, that was my head was spinning. I wasn't sure what day it was. I wasn't sure how many, you know, hours of sleep I'd had or whether I'd eaten or, you know, had five meals that day. I couldn't remember, but um, that was, that was super fun. And grandmother and granddaddy got to come to that game. Cause that was, you know, that was, uh, that was exciting. I'd I would say, say that this past weekend has to be at the, least one spot ahead of that one, because that, that was two, this, yeah. two losses. Uh, and this week was two <laughs> That's wins. That's right. So. I think it, yeah, definitely. I would say this past weekend was probably like, you know, top one weekend for me. I would say a couple of other, you know, ones that really stand out. Um, I would say probably your each of your first uh, games, um, you know, with the Dolphins, with the Bills. Um, that was fun. The Bills snow game, obviously, back in 2017 against the Colts was amazing. We were all there. For that we were all there. Yep. Um, and then I think when the Bills played in Atlanta, so many friends, um, since that's kind of our home base, um, got to come, friends and family, and we got to go out on the field. And so that was fun. And then I think just all the games during the 2015 season when you guys were on the same team at LSU and probably the only time that you'll be on the same team before that or since then. Um, and so that was that was special for us because every game we went to, you were both there. Kev, you got any any she she did a pretty good job covering yeah yeah she covered them all but I think I think what was always cool for me I guess just to add and it was really more nothing specific I guess maybe there's a few games but what was always cool was when we would like when you were at LSU and there would be a game you know uh, well, like the A&M game, right, which, you know, didn't work out like we wanted it to on the seven overtimes. But there were other games where, you know, we'd be in Baton Rouge until late, late on a Saturday night, drive down to New Orleans or leave early from, you know, Baton Rouge to get to wherever Reed was. I mean, there were there were, you know, a lot of those games where we would show up on Sunday to like Green Bay. I remember going to Green Bay after we were seeing you play or going to Minnesota or some game where, you know, after we start talking to somebody about, you know, you playing at LSU and replaying for the Bills and they were, oh yeah, I just, you know, just watched that LSU game. And I was like, yeah, I was just there, you know, 12 hours ago, I was in the stadium and now, now I'm here and look at us, you know? So it was, it was just, I mean, it just kind of, it was almost surreal that we, you know, could even pull it off. And I say that just because of, of all the trips, you look back of all the things that we've ever done and the, you know, literally hundreds of games that we've been to, the only one that really was ever a travel issue was that, you know, that one game, uh, other than that's just the, you know, you literally can't get there in time because of the flight times. But the only one that was ever really an issue was that one you know, coming from A and M, the seven seven overtime game 
into Buffalo where we're, you know, literally running through Atlanta airport, barely made the flight. And then, you know, it's 29 degrees in Buffalo and our luggage doesn't make it. So, you know, thankfully the team. We have the refs. Yeah, the, we have the refs to thank for that one. Uh, it wasn't supposed <laughs> to go that long. Yeah, his knee was still down. I contend, but yeah, I mean, it was. Those are the moments that I think about because you're just like, yeah, I can't believe that I'm standing here because I was just in Tiger Stadium less than 12 hours ago. Well, we've been very fortunate to for both of y'all's work to allow you to have that kind of flexibility and and just the resources to be able to do it over the years. So, you know, from, from Reed and I, we love y'all and uh, we're very fortunate that y'all were up for doing two dubs in one day and glad that it all worked out. Thank y'all so much for taking the time today to share a little bit of that with our listeners. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, we appreciate it. And uh, hopefully on the flight, they can, Give us the big kept 20 at checkout. I don't know if that's still a possibility, <laughs> but we'll see. No, we love there's you guys. Very, and- there's very few things that probably don't have a discount code. I think a private jet <laughs> probably doesn't have a discount code. We love you guys. We appreciate you doing it. And, um, you know, everybody that was involved, we're, we're grateful that because it didn't, it wasn't just us. I mean, there were, you know, Bruce and, you know, the hotels and all the people along the way. It was, it was flawless and we were grateful that you guys were able to help us with it. I think coming out of that interview this week, that was the hardest interview to schedule that we've ever had. I think they're busier than any guest that we've had on this podcast 100%. in terms of scheduling theirs, theirs aligning their schedules with ours. That was yes. nearly impossible, which is, it blows my mind. Guess that goes to show so you what happens how, when you have p- four people going all separate yeah, directions all yeah. the time. Well, and they just they move around like crazy. It's it it blows my mind how much they are traveling in and out and everywhere. Oh, right. Dad, you know, dad's at concerts <clears throat> and mom is you know traveling all around too. Another big thank you to mom and dad for joining the pod this week. That was a ton of fun. We need to have mom on more often. I feel like you did a good job. It. She should have um, taken this long to get mom on the yeah, pod. She has done a lot of presentations for Coca-Cola for many years working for them, obviously. So no surprise to me that she was so good. She was the one that always gave us our coaching when it came to presenting yep. and talking yep. in front of groups of people. So yep. not, a, not at all surprised there. Before we end, I do feel like we need to hit on a few of the college football games that are relevant to this podcast this weekend. There are a lot of big games, a few that I want to hit on, obviously, Tennessee, Georgia. Now I I regret not asking Big Kev about Tennessee, Georgia. Yeah, I didn't, was not top of mind during that interview. Tennessee, Georgia is the 330 CBS game, 330 Eastern Saturday in Athens between the hedges. Georgia is an eight-point favorite. Um, there's there no way they eight, cover that. There's a ton. Well, it was it was ten, and now it's eight. So people are obviously um, on board with you, uh, thinking that Tennessee will cover as the new number one team in the college football playoff rankings. That's what I'm thinking. Um, with that shift, is that a lot of those people probably saw those rankings yeah. and they're like, okay, maybe we aren't yeah. the only ones that think. Tennessee has the sauce. 
I think they're number one, if not top five offense in the country as well. Georgia's defense um, obviously has been great for a number of years now, but that will be a fantastic game to watch. Uh, and then also LSU, Alabama, Saturday night, 7 o'clock Eastern. In Death Valley. In Death Valley. Baby. Bama is a uh, unfortunate two-touchdown favorite um, in Death Valley. So um, we cheering the Tigers on with all of my heart and just glad that I don't have an Alabama guy on the team right now to potentially rub it in my face. They're so, all in Miami. so That's right. I they're will... all in. What, how many do you have, six? No, we have, we Four? have uh, three. Three. We had four. Four. Who is no, the guy have, that just left? Did you have um, a guy that recently left la- this year? Like last we had year? a guy like on the practice squad last year. Oh, that was okay. that was a former Bama guy. But yeah, anyway. Uh, so so Tua and Jalen, and then sure. uh, Ra- Raquan Davis. Oh, okay. Raquan might have been the but one I was is, not thinking. There of. is full SEC representation in that locker room. Got a bunch of Georgia blood. Got a bunch of LSU, all kinds of SEC in that locker room. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, so two big games this Saturday. We'll definitely have eyes on both. So we are going to, just before we wrap up the Bills, we are going to New York to play the Jets Sunday at 1 o'clock. You guys are going to Chicago. Uh, Chicago. Sorry, yep. I just played Detroit. Um, you guys are going to Chicago uh, 1 o'clock Sunday afternoon. Yep. Um, this is my first time going to Chicago in the regular season, we went there in the preseason last year. So it was like beautiful yep. weather in yep. like mid August. So I have also not played there in the regular season. We play there, um, Christmas Eve this season. There's, yeah, that'll be, that'll be fun for you. Yep. Um, but well, there's, we play a, in Buffalo, so. there's a storm rolling through, I think on Saturday. So hopefully that kind of mm. comes, comes and goes and we get some, uh, moderately nice weather. For this Very time nice. of year uh, in Chicago, but fingers crossed for we you. We shall see. That is the that is like the place that everybody is just just like long you know, grass, long grass, just not really a great surface. From what <laughs> I've been told, it was nice. You know, we were the first. Yeah. It was the first preseason game, so it was you know pristine when we played up there sure. last year. But I've heard just not not great things about it. And then obviously the wind in there is is not fun for specialists so um make sure you get we some are, uh, deep dish yes we are laser focused dude when i got deep dish last time i was kind of disappointed because where'd you go you gotta uh, go to giordano's giordano's yeah it's like yeah. the place there's multiple i think of them uh lou malnati's is that's, the other one that's the one i had both of them we were up there for a week okay I had i've both. also had both and truthfully i just like it's way too dense for me like it's just like you can only eat one slice of the pizza before you're just like gut bomb full so speak for yourself (laughs) yeah i'll definitely have to uh partake in a chicago slice love it all right that is a wrap on this week's episode after the snap as always thank you for joining us go subscribe on youtube spotify apple Podcasts, wherever you consume this content Follow us on social media at After the Snap Pod, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, all of the places. 
This has been After the Snap, tales from two brothers and two parents who live life upside down. <laughs>